Yeah, well, if you didn't listen to the other one, you'll probably be confused about most of what's going on in this whole episode. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. Still here with the uh, the well, French-Canadian. I thought I saw you with one the other night, and yeah. I wasn't sure. Yeah. wasn't exact. That's why they asked, I sent the asteroid in front of you. I was like, I think he smokes, but I'm not real sure. Sorry, yeah, you might not. I just bum cigarettes, really. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's better for you that way. Right? You know, if you don't have them, you're not going to smoke as many. Yeah. So. so it's right. occasional. Right. We just won't tell you why. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what's in it. You're going to have to figure that out for yourself. So I do want to know, with with your normal job, your everyday shit, why why comedy? Um, <coughs> I've been doing it uh, since 2016. Before that, you know, when I was in high school, I did drama. My brother, who's now in Hollywood, he's a, a film like a cameraman in Hollywood and he's worked on a bunch of different areas. We we would always but make But he's not m- shot. We would always yeah about the kid fucking, I don't know. He doesn't talk about that. <laughs> it's like they had, he had he probably had to sign an NDA or, you know, something similar, but um, he usually works with normal pedophile groups like uh, PBS and oh, you know, okay. the fucking Property Brothers. The more well-known ones. Yeah, Property Brothers. Okay. Um, I hope he doesn't get fired of it. But he does a lot of like drone work, camera work too. You know, fuck yeah. Um, he travels all over the place. Sometimes he'll do just his own private things with like people making documentaries or whatnot. But before he got into all that, him and I and other friends would do skits or we'd we'd make these films. Uh, one of my friends every you know every year for our high school, he had to make what was called a senior project where you just did something. Yeah, right. Um, one of my my brother made a movie. He tried to make like a funny Star Wars, almost like ripping off Spaceballs, but right. it was like a a Star Wars between one and two, mm-hmm. and he just wrote his own script for it. Nobody showed up, so like it fucking failed. So he just made for his senior project was the making of the failed movie, <laughs> and then uh, another buddy made one called Kung Fu Hackers, and like we would always help each other in these movies and making them. So they showed me how to edit movies and shit too, and uh, I got a lot of you know time in high school acting and then just cracking jokes all the time. Right. My dad's a pretty funny guy. Um, being in the army, I would always crack jokes. After I got off of active duty, when I was in between between AGR and active, mm-hmm. uh, I went. I just I used my GI Bill, so I went to college to get paid because I was just waiting for my next job. Fuck it. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just go do some college courses. And they were, I was too dumb when I took the first test to get into their normal classes. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, you got to do the dumb courses. Here's reading, writing, and they're like, there's right. nothing else but speech. I was living on the North Shore in Massachusetts. You know, and um, where I was living, Danvers was the college campus, and they're like, we have another campus down in Lynn. I don't know if you know anything about Massachusetts, but Lynn no, is. They call it this. The fact that it's like this big. They call it Lynn, Lynn, the city of sin. You never go out the way you came in, and I was like, Well, now I want to go. Well, will they fuck right. you up or something? I never knew what, like, what, how that saying meant. I'm like, Are they gonna fuck me up? And then I legit found out months later when I was like, You can never drive in the way you drive out. It's always a different fucking route. It's weird. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the story. Lynn Lynn, right. City of Sin. So I was going to college there for speech, and my professor was this Mexican dude, and he's just like all these like teenagers, you know, and I'm fucking 29, 30, 30 31, and they're all like trying to do their speeches in front of everybody, um, but they have them all written down, and the professor for my very first speech, I give him my whole paper, and then I go up and I do my speech, and then I'm done, and he's like, why'd you write this paper? You didn't say anything you were going to say. He's like, you just said shit. And I was like, oh, I thought like that's what you wanted. Right. And he's like, no, if you're just going to talk, you don't have to write a paper down. I just, If you're going to read from it, though, you need to write it down so I can see what you're saying. Well, thanks. Now and I was like, all that oh, time. okay. 
And then after that, but like every single time we would do a speech, he'd be like, "All of you, just be like this guy." <laughs> I when I was in here before at Fort Stu or Fort Sill, um, when I was an instructor and I got in trouble, I was the, the lowest ranking dude in my unit. So they were like, "You're gonna brief every unit that comes through here for the basic trainings." So like I got used to briefing like 100, 200 people, right? The yeah. same shit all the time, and then. Um, one of my friends in New Hampshire, he's my best friend. His name's Tim Stone. He's a, the funniest person I know, but he's a person who doesn't believe in himself as being comic, or at least back then. Right. And I was constantly trying to get him to go do it. Occasionally, I was living in Manchester, New Hampshire, which is another small city up in that small-ass state. you know. And some friends brought me to open my comedy, and I was like, I really want to do this. I started doing that. And then when I moved, uh, you know, I was stationed in Worcester, Massachusetts. And then shortly after that, I was stationed in Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, in Worcester, I was too busy to do any more comedy, really. But once I made it down to Hartford, I was trying to get my friend to go do it. And once I got him over there to Springfield, we just started doing them together. And ever since, like, I was trying to get back into it when I moved out here. And then once I was done with all my bullshit work I had to do, where I was doing a, another higher person's job and not getting paid the fucking money for that higher person's level... Um, I was like, yeah, I'm going to start doing comedy. And I started back here with uh, Comedy Avenue and the My Peacock group in March, I want to say. Yeah. And then they just been putting me on everything after that. Hell yeah. Nice. I mean, fucking... I mean, you're funny, so that's good. You know, yeah. There's a lot of comics, some that we've, we've all brainwaved <laughs> on that they're still doing it, even though they're not yeah. funny. But, you know... It's a... Uh, you know, I think it's like the autism spectrum. It's like very vast and huge. And sometimes that guy that you're probably thinking of, I've seen him at another show where he, I'm pretty sure some of you might have been there and he didn't say anything for a hot minute. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden he just cracked like a joke that was probably one of the funniest of the night once he finally gained his composure. Yeah. So, I mean, like sometimes it's hit or miss. Sometimes I've seen people in comics who were like, we're not funny to me. And then the very next time I saw them, they were hosting their own shows. They were, or maybe even headlining shows. Right. And I was like, holy shit, they found their niche or they found their crowd and good for them. Right. I mean, I, I've seen that with, you know, yeah. people that are making millions of dollars doing comedy. It's like, I've watched some of their shit. It's like, yeah. how are you making money doing this? Like, yeah. This yeah. was not thing, funny. Yeah. If, if you look up right now who the uh, one, number one comic who made the most money this year, you'll probably see a Puerto Rican dude. I can't remember his name. But, like, it's just some people reach into these specific right. groups that has a lot of following, you know, and then that, that's how they made their millions or whatever yeah. it was. So, I, mean, I Honestly, I think one of the funniest people that I've ever seen, not in person, because I honestly, the Red Dirt thing was the first legitimate comedy show that I went to. Yeah. And then Sunday was, so the second in the same week, or, yeah, about that, was the first two comedy shows I've ever been to. And I think that's probably a good way to start. Like, if you, you start off in the smaller ones and shit like that. Oh, yeah. But Alex Raymundo, I don't know if you know, have you ever seen, have Sounds you ever seen familiar. him? Sounds uh, familiar. He's a, I think he's Indian and Mexican. But he is fucking hilarious. There's all kinds of random voices, tell stories. He got to go flying with the Blue Angels and they gave him some weird nickname. I couldn't remember it. And if I did, I'd just butcher it if I did. Look him up. His shit is fucking funny. Yeah. And that's one of the first ones. It's like, okay, I can understand why everybody likes you. Because you don't have any, they're like, there's nothing dead about your show. Right. Like, the only time people aren't laughing is when you just started a new joke. Yeah. Or a new story that's going to be funny. And he has that stage presence where he's going to do it. Just like Gabriel Iglesias, the same way. Yeah. You know, he's funny. He, big old fat Mexican guy, but he commands that fucking stage, and everything he says has a point behind it, and it's leading into, yeah. you know, something that's going to be funny, and it's probably funny in itself. 
But then there's some people that I see, like even Jeff Dunham. Like I like his stuff. I think he's a you know pretty good ventriloquist. But some of his shit is just like, yeah. And you make a lot of money doing this. Like you'd think that you could get at a two-hour special. I should laugh more than twenty minutes of it. It's not your cup of tea. <sighs> but and then again, yeah. that's you know that, that's a true the true point. You know, we all think different shit's funny. It's funny to so. me because most of my friends reach out to me and they're like, "Bro, I would love to share your shit." I show it with all my coworkers. I share everything with people, but I'm not going to share it on Facebook. <laughs> They're like, I don't need my nan-nan fucking being like, what the fuck? Right. You know? So well, I, that still to, makes me happy. Like, anything I don't, you have to share that you don't want to yeah. share to yours, let us know and we'll share it. Um, so what, I, what it is with me, there's not like what I don't want to share, what I do want to share. I won't share my very, very crazy, like the school shooter dad was pretty bad. <laughs> but like... I'm not saying, you've heard my jokes, I'm not saying a lot of the shit that I've said, and a lot of it is also, like, I'm not trying to just give away my whole trailer to what I'm going to do for yeah, the next shows, I'm not going to, you know, I got a show up, coming up back up in New England, it's going to be a big show, mm. like, I was supposed to go in July for it, it didn't sell out, all my friends were like, we would have gone, and it probably would have sold out for it, had I had been back there, who knows, um, but, like, a lot of people are like, always like, when are you going to be around, I want to see your shit. And constantly, they don't want to share it online because it's so offensive, but right. they definitely want to see me online, a stage or whatnot. So it, every day it's fun. I, I love seeing different text messages from people reaching out, just being like, keep it up. It's fucking awesome. I love this shit. Right. So, and then the people who do actually, it's funny because the people I work with on post and they've seen my shit and I work with them full time and some of them are pretty high ranking people, but I know they won't, they won't go in in there and like be like, I like your crazy fucking joke about uh what was the other one wanting to be a stepdad <laughs> uh, fucking yeah. Pornhub Pornhub gives me a lot of hope for the future you know yeah. I can't I just can't wait to be a stepdad <laughs> don't, you, don't you hate when you know that's gonna happen when stepdad's just gonna put it in your butt it's holes so weird like, oh, now shit. because like and that lap is appropriate um, <laughs> I'm a premature ejaculator you know I gotta like work something out before I really get in that motherfucker. It depends on my schedule. You honestly. got a minute and a half in the bathroom. So, whatever it is, you know? Right. Whatever I gotta do, I get one out of the chamber because I'm trying to fucking please my wife uh, when we actually do fuck. And, um, you know, that that whole algorithm thing, my wife's like, why the fuck are you looking at stepsister, stepmothers, all this step shit? And I'm just like, no, I think that's them. <laughs> That's them, baby. That's not me. Um, but then when the gay flags and all that shit and then random gay videos started popping up on there, I was like, okay, this must be a fucking elder. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? This is definitely not me. Definitely not <laughs> I me. did not look up <laughs> a not, fucking orgy no. behind the 7-Eleven with so, 17 men. One tranny video, porn up. One tranny video. God, what the fuck? Fuck every time. God damn it. <laughs> But you got to be careful though, because now that we're talking about it, we're all going to get tranny porn just pop up oh, on yeah. Facebook. Oh, yeah. Damn it, because they're listening. Yeah. Like it's, they it's are listening. Weird. We'll take a look. All the more reason why <laughs> I never bring my work phone to this shit. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I won't not click on it, but I mean, actually, the ones, there, I mean, I might ones, check it out. The but. ones that I hate is okay. It's like lesbian porn. It's lesbian porn, oh, man. And it's like such and such name on such and such and so and so and you look at the little picture and it's still and you can't hit it so it doesn't give you a preview yeah they're both hot and you're like fuck yeah all right cool you hit it watch it all right getting ready to start and all of a sudden one of them takes your panties off and bam 12 inches rolls out i'm like whoa that was I mean, not in the description that was not on the female. picture but they identify as a female that's a big ass clip um <laughs> 
So my roommate in Germany, this dude refused to watch dudes in his porn. Like uh-huh. it grossed him out so bad he couldn't see another dick in there. It was either lesbian porn or machine fucking porn. Like that's all he could fucking do. He couldn't. So ever... he, was like, he was like in in woke terms, he was like the cis boss. Yes. Yeah. Like he was the final boss of the final cis boss. male. Absolutely. I hate the fact that that's a fucking term. And it's a fact that we can that I can say that and we all yeah, know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. That's the shittiest part about that. That is so bad. Um, Anyways. There's some weird ones out there though. Um I, I try not to like that first page, you're fucked if you go off that first page. You are, if you if you leave that first page yep. and you don't pick one of those initial ones, you're not gonna yep. get off to whatever the fuck you're looking for. That's all that means to me. That's what my rule is. Don't ever leave that first page. You gotta make a goddamn decision. On any of them, not just Pornhub, yep. on any of them. Any of them. Whatever it is. I have that ADHD shit where, like, I was in Iraq or Afghanistan. I'm like, I have a gig or terabyte, whatever the fuck it is, you know, between the two. And then I'm looking through all these movies. Do you want to watch this, that, or the other? You can't make a decision because you have too many fucking choices. Kind of like streaming nowadays. Right. But with porno, now I realize it was just that first page. If you go beyond that first page, you're fucked. You're never going to fucking get off to whatever it is you're goddamn going for. Then you're looking up old porn actresses from like right. the two early two thousands. You're like, God damn, this bitch is she's still doing porn? What the <laughs> fuck? I mean, you can, but you have yeah. to go to a different category. Yeah, but in maybe, each category, maybe. first page, first page. That's first the, page. That's right. the best right. of that category first that page. you're gonna get. That's yeah. all. I just I recommend no one go leave that first page ever. <laughs> if you gotta decide out of all of them, hopefully they got a good one. Right. Well, and those random sites that pop up, and you just kind of thumb yeah. through just out of curiosity, oh, and you man. get to the bottom, and it says. First page, one, two, three, four, five, six, arrow of 1,432. <laughs> oh, I'm getting I, off of this site. I, I n- that. never realized that I would hate a part of like naked women in my life than seeing that first <laughs> advertisement that pops up and be like, fucking commercial. Like Commercials are so... We all grew up with com- normal commercials, yeah, but right. now that we still have that, even that porn one, you're like, bitch, shut your fucking mouth. Right. I just want to... Where's my porno? Like, it's I like, know you're like, fingering it's yourself. Like even YouTube. Like, I pay for YouTube Premium so that I don't have to watch fucking commercials. Hmm. Like, porn is the only thing that I ever see. It's weird, on. though. Like, you're still turning down this other girl, just finger blasting her shit with right. fucking water splashing out, or whatever she shoved up there, splashing out <laughs> everywhere. And you're like, God damn it, I wanted to see my stepmom. <laughs> so. God, that makes me feel weird about fucking my brother. <laughs> no. No. And what makes you feel normal about fucking your brother? No, I said it that way because I knew it was gonna be funny. God damn it! Oh, it was, so it was good. My brother good. is my good adopted brother, too. Mm. so it works. So it's it's weird to think that if my mom would have ever done porn, like, would he have ever been like, hmm, let's see what she does for a living? Is that still called stepbrother, or is that just adopted? I don't know. Honestly, you think I, that I, has its own porn titles? <laughs> right, <laughs> actually, that might be his own group. Right. Who knows? You figured that would be more of the kink. I'm gonna have to check that when I get when a I get home now. More, so. okay. <laughs> but no, it's like, like if my mom wouldn't have been in the career field that she was in, and she did that career field, yeah. like, she was a lawyer. So is, so is my oh. is my brother like secretly fucking <laughs> looking now up? Now I'm going with that. Super freak. <laughs> yeah, it's like, is he secretly looking? Secret up freak too. Mom? Like that's weird. Is he secretly like, looking up mom? That's awkward. Even more awkward if he was gay. Lawyer moms and then just looking up the stepdad. Like yeah. Like, or is it? Or is it weird anymore? Like back in the day when we were teenagers, it was weird as shit. Like, Everything's you're gonna weird. Get fucking bullied. But no, I mean you'd do it. You've 
Look up my dad in porn? Stepdad. Oh, stepdad. If I had a stepdad. Uh, just depends on how good he looks, you know? <laughs> is, are we talking about, like, is he a bodybuilder? Uh, my dad's a full-blown alcoholic at s- barely 59 or 60, I think he is now. But he looks like he's, like, 80. So it's rough now. It's getting rough. What if you had that Ron Jeremy cock? But, no, not that or? guy. He's a grower, not a shower. <laughs> Um, it was that guy. That guy had the Ron Jeremy cock. Uh, I mean, I feel bad for those dudes, man, because, like, you know the penile bone removal that it can do? Yeah. Gives you, like, an extra inch or two or whatever, but, like, it gives you this super donkey dick all floppy and shit when it fills up. So you got to, like, hold it back up by the neck just to fucking get it in without it bending in half. Right. I feel bad for those guys. They're used for porn just because they're massive donks, but they're not really doing that much greatness. Maybe. What if... That's their thing, though. They Maybe. just fold it over, and then it's oh, like getting folding two at the cock. Same time. Yeah, I also have you ever seen cock fingering, or when other Sound dudes man. try to fuck into other guys' dicks in their like, urethra. Well, I mean, it's called Never. sounding. Sounding is that what the term that's is? What it's called. Oh, okay, it's like, that's like, whole, like sounding kits you can yeah. get from like Adam and Eve, and so I guess like that's that, new for Romeo and I. Yeah, never, never heard yeah. of that. Never. I had an ex that worked at a sex shop, and I've never seen any of it either. Yeah, no, that's new. It's been an awkward thing that's been around for a long time because I used to work at Christie's Toy Box. Yeah. We had this conversation. Oh, really? First, one, of the, one of our first episodes. Yeah. That was yeah. where I was looking in the area for Club Baby Seals. Yeah. <laughs> See, so one of the things that I told him is like, I don't use a vibrator, but I know which one is the fastest across the floor, and that's the one that I would recommend to people. Um, so like what's, racing. Like, what's hilarious oh, is uh, my wife sold dildos for years. And um, she worked for, like, a bullshit company and then went to, like, Pure Romance, yeah. I think it was. Maybe it was another one. But um, she carried all the products from the first company that wasn't that good and, like, kept them together. You know what I'm saying? So after a while, this, like, turned into a dildo blob. <laughs> and, like, she eventually went on to a company that was decent and everything. She'd go do her little, like, Rest Tupperware parties, you know, and be like, oh, you want to buy this thing? Your husband can f- get you off with their cell phone or right. whatever it was, From you know. Korea or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did it all, you know. What's funny about those things, too, is, like, they were tracking all the data from it and then they had like all these fucking <laughs> law- lawsuits based off of it the Wee Vibe, i think it was called Wee Vibe, yeah, yeah that one because i was i was you know getting her off while i was in georgia and she was in massachusetts so yeah. i have an ex that would use one that we had she had one of those and she texted me you know cause she lived not in the same place and she was like i'm gonna wear this to work i want you to you know if you're thinking of me just turn it on i was like okay so i just play heavy metal and just let my phone go because it'll go off a beat I'd forget and let my phone go for like two and a half hours. <laughs> like That's just, fucking awesome. I just set my phone down, fucking, you know, get to work and doing whatever I'm doing. Fuck yeah. And like, oh shit. Like, that's either dead or she's had a hell of a day. Like, one of the two. And she was committed. She'd never take it out. Oof. She would bitch about it. She's like, I was, I was done an hour and a half ago and I, there was nothing I could do about it. Because <laughs> she worked in a place where she couldn't just leave and go turn it off. Like, go to the bathroom and fucking whatever. So yeah. she, like, she was stuck there for a long time. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, I was like, <laughs> all right, then. Fucking wet all day. Sorry, not sorry. Or apparently very dry because it or runs that. out. Yeah. So. Mm. Like Hydrate better. <laughs> right? yeah. That's what I told her. Drink more water. I still got tons of dildos in my house, though. The, the old stock, you know what I'm saying? Shit that's never been used or anything like that. Just gonna have her put it in the bag, just good, better, best. Um, I try to be like, can you just sell this shit on Facebook, like Marketplace or whatever? And she's no, I'm licensed, and they'll come after me and all that bullshit. And I'm like, okay, I'm sure. Open a, open a store for two. Sure, months. pure romance is just fucking looking through goddamn Lawton, Oklahoma's fucking <laughs> buy sell. Right. 
Facebook marketplace. Look at all these dildos from this company that's mm. shitty and not a thing anymore, but if you want it, I got hey, it for we, cheap. We, we got Here's you out there, Lawton. You need it? $4 a dildo. I could cut some deals. So long as the fire stays over there. Exactly. As long oh, as the fire stays oh yeah, I got, I got fucking... Um, I don't know what they're doing. The house is empty. The electricity's off. The water's off. Yeah. So... Yeah, I have... Kind of one of the reasons why I was looking, I was also like, <coughs> the beast is parked over there. Um, what is it called when they go in and just live there without anybody squatters. living there? Squatters. squatters. I have squatters that have been living across from me for the last few years. And... They constantly the just they constantly go in and just drag shit out to their fucking front, leave it for the mass pickup, and then like every single time it gets cleared off, finally they just drag more shit out. Right. Um, They're going for that squatters' rights fucking lawsuit. They've been doing it for a long time, and that no one can find who the fucking owner of the house is. They're definitely going for that so squatters' like, rights lawsuit. They've just been there. The city came and cut the water main out of the motherfucking yeah, front they yeah, just took it out because yeah. they kept they'd always show up and they'd be like it'd be hooked up to hoses and like just leaking in the street and shit so like they had to fucking go there and fucking take it right out they just wouldn't stop they they burn um it's a grill right in front of their front window and that's like their heating source so it's right across the street from my house it's fun awesome my i'm never gonna sell my house so i don't give a fuck Anything I sell from that, I have to give half of the proceeds to my ex-wife. Just remember, come wintertime when they start doing that again, just start loading the grill right. with extra, you know, with some extra spicy stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that would be hilarious. Think about that would be great, actually. That would be fucking Just go over there, some habanero dry rub, and just throw it all over it. Maybe get some ghost peppers. We had a couple of M80s. My Ooh, aunt and my, like aunt, my grandma thinking. passed away over these last couple of years, and I've been the one... That's had to go and check on all the houses and stuff. Yeah. My aunt's house, I've been able to catch people in there more than once. Yep. Now, I can't shit over the past four years. I can't tell you how many times I've had my gun in somebody's mouth. Like, you don't fucking live here, bitch. Like, and then they'd be like, oh, well, the owner told me that, you know, we could come. I was like, that's funny because she's dead. Like, unless you got some weird psychic connection going on, you ain't been told you could do shit. The last time, Kicked him out. I went the next day. Hadn't been there. Checked everything. You know, visual fucking little photograph of how things are kind of positioned, how the bed looks that was still in there. That way, if I go back and I see anything's moved, somebody's been in there. The bed was completely cleared off. I go in there a couple days later. Now there's a couple pillows. There's a blanket. There's all kinds of shit in there that you know somebody's back back in there staying. I was like, well, I don't feel like coming back in here and can either shooting somebody or having to clean my gun. You know, I don't want the fucking, I don't want the herpes on the end of my, on the barrel of my gun. So I went in there and I was like, okay, well, they have all their little spices for doing their jailhouse ramen and shit. And they had some, some nice spicy stuff. So, yeah, all the spicy shit all in the mattress. And then I just, uh, then I just pissed all over the mattress. So, <laughs> fuck it. Who cares? It's like. You're not supposed to be here. So technically, this is my mattress anyways. I can piss on whatever the fuck I want to if I own it. You know, and it was a good... I'd been drinking for a hot minute and had to pee fucking piss. Oh, yeah. So it was all the places. So no matter what they did, no matter how much they cleaned it, from whatever spices I pissed on, it seeped into that mattress. Yeah. So I really hope that one of them tried to fuck on that mattress and then just got a whiff of just, just alcohol piss and just... A awkward burn. <laughs> I, Man, what the I love those um, super bad dehydrated alcohol pisses. Oh yeah, oh yeah, those are my favorite. Yeah, 
oh, right before it turns that. white because you've had too much to fucking oh, drink. Oh, clear. God, yeah. yeah. That one right before the hydration kicks in from yeah. the booze. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one because you can smell that one from at the bar. Yeah. yeah. You can smell that from a long way away. Oh, man. What's your go-to, you know, pissing art when you go do it? You write your name or you go into something else? I This time, or that time rather, just I wanted as big of a puddle as I could so that once it got good, just, <laughs> just, just move it around. God just damn. so that the puddle, like you start in the, the little crease of the, yeah. you know, where all the little buttons are. Is there are any scotch guard on this mattress? Like, could you <laughs> see it build up? No, you could tell. Yeah. You can tell, you know, because they got all those little inventions where it looks like a button. You just start one button mm. and it oh, just go out, every button over. Just get as many buttons <laughs> as you can. Hit, hit the spot where you start swaying down and out. shit. As long oh, as I'm not man. feeling a splash back on me, we're good. We yeah. haven't hit that. It's not too full yet. It's uh, it's crazy the level of my own piss I can get on me with still being comfortable and, be, <laughs> and acting like everything's cool wherever I am. Right. You know, um, I want to write a joke about it. I'm just not there yet with it. But, um, it takes more practice. I have a problem with like just wiping my own ass. Like I don't know what it is. Every single fucking time I try, I get more shit on my hand than I do on the toilet paper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like my thumb somehow goes through the crease of my ass down the valley. It catches Even, it doesn't matter. After. I have to. I have to use so much toilet paper. I feel like just some greedy fucking American being like USA. And then like as I'm doing it, my wife complains See, about you the, were the problem during Corona. I was. You know what you should have done during then? Go to Home Depot. No one was buying toilet paper from Home Depot. <laughs> well, yeah, they sold that shit. Freaking hundred dollars a pack. So we have um, seventy eight hundred packs in it. <laughs> I it was funny during COVID because I used like I was like okay we got all this prepper shit let's start using it then because it was gonna go fucking you know expire eventually. So I'm like it eating MREs does. and my wife's like two days into it she's like you're done with like most of your MREs right now like what the fuck are you doing and I'm like ah I mean I gotta use these well that's when you just look at it and be like yeah but I'm not gonna use nearly as much toilet right? paper now I can't shit so yeah, yeah, can be happy for oh, five days so once that finally hits you with MREs the thing is that they're just Pringle can size <laughs> yeah you can't you don't have to wipe because it's all so condensed in that yeah, one right. shit that comes out right it doesn't stick to you at all. <laughs> but I'd still wipe your asshole. I mean, so I mean at that point though, you're wiping inside yeah. your ass. I am more of a. I always learn wipe till it's white, but it just goes brown to red for me every time. It's weird. <laughs> Fucking so, hemorrhoids, man. Right? They're a motherfucker. It's, it's that, and my doctor said there's other shit down there. Maybe who knows? I got an idea for you. Drax and I used to know this guy years ago. Said he was he was also in the army. Said he was out. Uh, on the, one of the ranges somewhere. It was a clear day, and he was supposed to be out there checking some stuff. He had to take a shit. So he goes off in the bushes and takes a shit. He's like, God damn it, forgot the toilet paper. So he kind of waddles back to the truck. He says he's got his pants around his ankle and waddling back to the truck, and he gets to his truck and he's looking everywhere in that truck. Just ass hanging out in the breeze, middle of the day, doesn't matter, doesn't care, just waiting, just looking for the toilet paper that should be in his truck. Wasn't there. Well, what's he find? You know those fuzzy yellow work gloves? <laughs> okay. He said that he put one of those gloves on one hand and one of the gloves on the other hand. He said that was the greatest goddamn wipe he'd ever Did had in his life. Did some fucking work he with said, those motherfuckers. He said it was like wiping his ass with a Muppet. I bet. So there you go. You yeah. can try that. I mean, I've used my kids' uh, stuffed animals and in a dire need. Um, I mean, I'll sacrifice a R.I.P. to Billy. <laughs> You I'll know? definitely sacrifice the uh, sock. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend a Cabbage Patch Kid. It, no. <laughs> but no. 
Yeah. It'd um, also be kind of creepy. A hard plastic. I've, I mean, yeah. I've I've been a grunt. You know, I've had to shit in the woods. I've had to do, I don't know. Being an alcoholic, you normally it's just diarrhea, but so you got to deal with that all the time. But um, it is what it is. You know, I'm, I'm glad I'm not as much shitting in the woods anymore. <laughs> I got the squat down, which they say it's more healthy for you. I mean, apparently the Japanese just shit in the hole, so... <coughs> well, that's what the Middle Eastern people do, too. Yeah, but that's because the... they can't afford running water. <coughs> it was funny, in Afghanistan, they would be like, uh, we'd go into our toilets, and people would get mad, because the uh, Afghani army would run over there secretly, and they would shit onto our toilets, but they didn't have the one that's on the floor, so it'd, like they'd stand on top of the toilet and then shit, and they'd get on the seat, and they'd be all mad about it. And then the Afghani guys would be like talking about how disgusting we were for sitting on a fucking toilet and shitting. <laughs> It's like, yeah, but we don't get it on the seat. We don't get it on the seat. Like, come on, man. I got to jerk off in there later. Yeah, most of the time it doesn't get on the sheet. Yeah. Not on the seat. Most of us don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody's, everybody's had that time, especially if you've had any kind of, you know, any kind of stint of alcoholism in your life that you're on your way and you're like, mm, I'm not going to make it. You get a little on that seat whenever you're mm. sitting down because oh, it's yeah. like, mm, oh, yeah. Nope. Bottom or top. Yeah. <laughs> that mud butt is fucking going to hit yeah. you. Budweiser, thank you. Bud Light, she's your fucking sponsor. Better. Well, that's that's the last I'm that's the last of the I'm gonna cut you beer. So it's all good. Yeah, yeah, we've been here long enough that we've maybe at least gone through seven or eight of those. We got more Budweisers though, so it's my favorite. Okay. One, actually, my favorite. Um, See, when do we liked you for some reason? It's, it's it's in a Pilsner glass. I honestly think Budweiser is probably one of the best beers that's out there. I know a lot of people would say fucking fuck you to that. But uh, just drinking a cold Budweiser out of a Pilsner takes so much better than the can. Hell yeah. So we got glasses. <laughs> I glassware. I tried right, that looks drink. like a Hunter S. Thompson kind of glass. You're going to put some fucking bottles. Chivas on some ice? And <laughs> these let's these get some, my father's. Fuck yeah. See, I try not to drink out of like pint glasses. Yeah. Because I drink fast already. He drinks them like But if I put it, if I put it in a glass, it's two drinks and I'm, I'm done. Yeah. And I need another one. And then it goes to um, a drink and a half. Shit. Yeah, I have never seen any motherfucker actually, I, in real life, can chug a beer as fast as that sandwich. Which one? In, that one. In real life, not me. Is it like the fox from the man show where it's just straight down? Yeah, basically. Yeah, all, all yeah. yeah, yeah, bro. It's just you just release gone. the gag flex and go for it. It's just been it. something I've always yeah. been able to do. Fuck I don't know. yeah. I mean, I started off shotgunning beers at like eight years old, so... What's going on? <laughs> Hi. Hello. Still recording, but we we love you. Thank you for the dog venture. Yeah, no, I don't know what it is. I've just chugging a beer has always been something I was good at. Yeah. I mean, whenever we'd we'd go to college uh, parties, I could do it in a funnel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like out of a regular beer, I can't. Even if you shotgun it, it's like still a pain in the ass for me. I used to shotgun a beer in less for than a some second. reason out of a funnel. It just goes Go, down beer bong. for me. Yeah, beer bong. Man, I wish, I wish I could find my flamingo beer bong. If I could, yeah. if I knew where my fucking flamingo beer bong was, we would definitely do some. Have you ever had? It was here for a long time, and you took it home, so I don't know where it is. Now. Any any blackout stories? Any good blackout stories? I don't remember. Not I don't remember them. Um, so 2013, no, 2012. It was my first time going to Savannah, Georgia, ever. You know, it's St. Patrick's Day. I thought you said I'm Havana. I was like, you went to Cuba. Savannah. So Savannah, Georgia, St. Patrick's Day. 
my buddy and his family are at Tybee Island, which is like just down the road from there. You just keep driving east of there and you'll get there. I'm looking at like MapQuest when like GPS is new and I'm like, right, oh, I'll just yeah. fucking go here and I'll drive down this street and I'll get there. Not realizing that like the second biggest party in the fucking United States is happening. So I, I, I get down there and I'm like, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm stuck down here in Savannah. There's parades everywhere. I can't fucking yeah, drive out of here. Like port, let it kind of cool off a little bit. Please and thank you. Um, pretty clean. I used to know this drink in Germany that was pretty popular, and I drank it a lot then and made a lot of bad decisions, and I decided to do it again. Uh, you ever heard of Red Bull Vodka? Um, I usually call them DeLoreans because I just time travel. Yeah, DeLoreans. Um, and then before I knew it, I was like trying to break my way into a fucking club, getting chased by fucking sheriffs. When they let me go, finally, I just bolted off down the street, and then I woke up hours later in the hood. We've talked about it. Whenever <laughs> I finally chug this, it probably won't be very good, but it's been a while since you've done it. Yeah. I'm going to let that one get closer to room temperature before I do it. I watched you know, him do... Brain freeze. I watched him shotgun two canned beers at one time. Yeah. And popped one, held his thumb. Uh, a buddy of ours popped the other one, and he just goes... Just looks at him and just went, and they just both you know, as fast as it could come out of the cans. Hell yeah! Gone. The fastest I've ever done was 0.8 seconds on shotgun and a beer. Uh, he did. Did anyone like make a certificate for you? I or? wish. Like, that that would have been that, awesome. That should have been a thing. Like he did four of these online for the jug challenge in under a minute. That was a rough day. That was a rough day. It was, those we are big. It outside. Those are big. But Sorry, it started yeah. at like ten o'clock in the morning too. It, like, <laughs> it was it was a day drinking day. That was during that was over COVID. Yeah, it was over COVID, and, and we went till the ne- till daybreak the next morning, even after that. Yeah. But he did four of those in under a minute. I mean, just gone, and then we filled the next one. The under a minute was filling the next one. We didn't have them all full and ready. Was it Budweiser or like? Oh man! Holy shit! How big is your stomach? I mean, I got to eat a lot for what I do on my my spare time but yeah still no i made the mistake at at uh roosters the bar that's across the street over here i was sitting there i was, I was day drinking and you've had a lunchbox right yeah you know b-ram or orange juice nothing you know super crazy but i was sitting with my adopted grandpa not long before he died this is probably seven eight months before he died and i ordered a lunchbox and he didn't know what the fuck it was you know he's an old vietnam vet you know he was a he was a river rat in fucking vietnam so he was in the tunnels and shit I've got his 38 that he carried into the tunnels. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I'm not going to ask questions about that. There's yeah. a lot of notches on that handle that I just probably don't want to know the story. Or I do, but he's dead and I can't hear him. uncle now. similar. No. But I chug it. He was like, what is that? I was like, it's a shot. He's like, I ain't no fucking way that's a shot. <laughs> I downed it. And he was sitting there talking with some of his older, you know, some of the, old, the older guys that were there during the, you know, their you know, breakfast club crowd. And one of them piped up. He's like, bet you can't do that with one of the big glasses. I was like, what are we betting? He's like, I'll, oh, yeah. buy, I'll buy your fucking tab for the rest of the time I'm here. I was like, fucking, you going to buy this one too? He's like, if you finish it, I will. Well, okay. I'll get it set up. And I did it. And it's probably the biggest mistake of my drinking life. <laughs> because I didn't wait for it to cool off or to yeah. warm up. Yeah, It was in a frozen mug cold tap beer plus cold fucking sunny D and the only thing that was room temperature was the Amaretto so I finished it and they were all just like the fuck is wrong with you it's like a lot I dig it but 
Well, I mean, I got a $400 bar tab paid for... Hell yeah. yeah just because I chugged what, a beer. What do you got for your, your tats on the side of your head there? It's Gary and Frecky. Gary and Frecky? Yeah, Odin's Wolves. Okay, okay. The two that's yeah. on either side of his throne. You're pagan? Yeah. Or it's actually a memorial tattoo yeah. for on the bottom left there. Yeah. It's actually a memorial tattoo for him. That's what his, the baseball bat with the high-speed mollywop. Yeah. It's the same person. Same it's guy. Yeah. Same thing. But of our group, we were the only ones that were practicing Norse pagans. And that's what everybody had kind of said. It's like, you guys are the same fucking person, just in a different goddamn body. Yeah. So Gary and Frecky felt pretty pretty appropriate for it after after he was, after he was killed. Because I'm actually a heathen. So I'm a, I'm a practicing Christian with a basis in Nordic culture. Okay. So I have still beliefs in, to use a non-Nordic term, in that pantheon. Um, but I'm also a Christian. Yeah. I'm also a Catholic. I think my sister's Wiccan. My parents are both, I mean, I was raised Catholic and Protestant, and that's a weird one to explain every other time you're going to different churches and like, why are we doing it this way and then this way? Um, but my sister, we need I've just been atheist the whole fucking time but i don't there might be some shit out there i don't know you know see i was always agnostic before i yeah before i found norse paganism i was always agnostic like i believe there's probably something out there i'm not hard into but, it but i'm also not hard into atheism i just don't care on it anymore right is what it really is and that was that was me for a long time like i was i would go to church with my grandpa just because it was grandpa like grandpa to me he was my father figure yeah you know so i'd go with him just to spend time with grandpa and you know see the shit that he did but I never believed in that specifically. Yeah. You know, I was like, no, I, I could see that, like, it's, it would be dumb for me to believe that, you know, especially with the science of it, you know, we're all in just energy. So where the fuck does it go when we die? It's like, it's been proven that you can't create or destroy it. So yeah. where the fuck do we go? I would like to imagine there's just, like, a bunch of people up there and they're like, this video game arcade, and they're like, oh, I want to do the roach next. I want to do the roach next. And they just run over to it, and they're like, fuck, I did the roach and I got killed. Right. I want to do the human baby next. Right. Like, that's 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 all this is. It's know? just a fucking but like, you don't there. We're all just fucking Maybe you just go characters. into your sperm, and you got to like race everybody else to get there and actually get it. It's funny, because I, I saw something that they were talking about how, you know, right before you die, your life flashes before your eyes, mm-hmm. and everything that we're doing now is just a memory. And then when you die, all you just see, all your first memory now is just coming out of a vagina. It's like, that's... Actually, kind of makes sense because yeah. apparently, whenever that happens, you know everything slows down a lot. I mean, I could kind of see it, but wouldn't that mean that you'd retain some of the memories if that's just what happens? Which I guess that's where deja vu could come into play. Like, what if you were a kid that saw this and died real young? It's like I've seen that before. Yeah, you have a matrix loop. But <laughs> if the matrix was a legitimate thing that we could prove, that'd be. I've awesome. um, I've said yeah. a joke before about pagan girls. <clears throat> And uh, it was, um, you know, I, sometimes I like sleeping with them because they're freaky. But, like, I can't, I can't help it, you know. I can't do it anymore either because every time I put my dick in there, I get salmonella poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have anything against pagan girls. It was right. just, I heard somebody else going off about it on a, on a set and then talking about their paganism and their girls and all that. And I was like, it just kind of fell to me and then I went with it. So I've said it a few times. I don't have any problems with pagan people. Um, I think actually your shit's so cool. I wish I fucking believed in it more. 
because uh, all my friends, you know, most of the veterans are like, Till Valhalla, brother, you know, and all that shit. And I wish I could really get into it because it's right. so cool, especially after watching Vikings. Um, but it's it's not me, nothing that's part of me or anything. I mean, Vikings is the SOA. Right? <laughs> Sons of Anarchy, there you go. Um, yeah. I wish, especially after finding out I had, like, legit Norwegian blood in me and everything, I wish I could really go into it all hardcore and everything, but right. it's See, just, the, that's the, just not the me. The Till Valhalla, like, I get the sentiment of it. Mm-hmm. Nobody now is going to fucking Valhalla. No, right. Fuck no. It's not a thing that's going to happen. Nope. Like, it's it's no. not. <clears throat> Not, go to, not, go to Ukraine. Go to Ukraine. You might get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, if we'd have died, you know, if yeah. one of us would have died in like, you know, 2005 to 2015, depending on where you were, maybe. Maybe. But no. yeah, now, no. We tried to go to Ukraine. It didn't work out. <laughs> oh, did you? We did. Oh, shit. When, when all the shit first jumped off. I almost off, we went to uh, fight ISIS. I almost did that. Um, I told my wife, I was like, if you leave me for whatever reason, like, you can guarantee I'm going to go kill those motherfuckers. <laughs> So she never left me, and we still, you know, kicked it and everything. And then that's obviously over now, hopefully. Um, but I know a lot of people who did go do that shit, and I probably would have been more fucked up than I am even now right. if I came back. Like right. most of those dudes had an even worse time than what they did prior to in all of our wars. Right. So I'm I'm not happy I didn't go to it, but I'm not sad I went to it. I just moved on with my life. Remember the whole serious shit that was going on? Yep. So I was here, I was working for Checker Wrecker, and I got a call from Triple Canopy. Well, not a call, I got an email from Triple Canopy, you know, the new Blackwater, and got an offer to go just, literally just roaming security guard on fucking oil well. And I was like, all right, fuck yeah, cool. I quit my job, everything. The day that I was supposed to leave to go to Boston, where one of their main offices is at, the oil rig that I was supposed to fucking guard is the one that got blown up. Oh, shit. And then, so I get a call right before I'm fixing to go to the airport in Oklahoma City, and they're like, yeah, that position's not available anymore. I was like... God damn. I'm glad I quit my job fucking two days ago. Like, this is fucking wonderful. So I called them back, and they're like, I know your position's already been filled. I was like, Mm. of course it has, you motherfuckers. Fucking fate. And there there was contact from, like, three other companies, even with the Ukraine thing, from, like, three other companies. They were not far enough above board to even consider. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a point at which you, you look at certain security jobs and you're like, that seems like a decent company. Depends on what you're going to be doing in country yeah. or or in theater. But where's their board? Where right. Where's their line at? Wasn't wasn't Baghdad where fucking that, Blackwater lost their ship? Yeah, that was, was Kata- say, Katamiya. Lost, we yeah. were there when that happened. Yeah, actually. that's when they lost all their diplomatic yeah. immunity and shit. Was in Baghdad, wasn't it? Uh, it was Katamiya on the west side. Yeah, um, we used to drive through. We I was in Atamiya at one point, which was like all of Saddam's favorite people, mm. generals. Funny story, his in uh, Ministry of <laughs> Interior lived there, and we were rolling through one day. And we're like, who are all these dudes with these fucking MP5s under their goddamn jackets? <laughs> so, like, I'm just, like, a fucking private, you know? So we roll up, and then, like, dudes are getting out, and they're like, yo, got, you guys got um, any permits for those weapons? And they're like, nope. So, like, oh, you don't have permits. We got to take all this shit away, you know? <laughs> so our people go into this fucking house. This is, like, a legit, like, here's a, a fucking, you know, checkpoint in the road. You can't go without them right. lifting the gate. We lift the gate. We move in. We go into the building, 
all these people start getting brought out, zip cuffed, all their guns taken away. This place had fucking like a golden AK forty sevens. You move a fucking painting, mm-hmm. there's a golden AK forty seven or MP five behind it that was also golden. Tons and tons of weapons. We spent hours there. We fucking pulled everything out of there you possibly pull out of there. Every single soldier in my platoon was like, I'm stealing this. I was gonna say, I'm stealing many, this. I was going to say, how many times you, know, you guys right. just want to be like, I'm going to take this apart. I'm going to send it back um, to piece. And all of us got back to our base and we're like categorizing everything that we weren't stealing. <laughs> and fucking, <laughs> as we're like putting everything in categories, it took us like three or four hours. Finally, as we're about to be done, Someone calls our fucking leadership and they're like, hey, you just fucking took the weapons from all the security of the Ministry of Interior of Iraq. (laughs) Give it back. (laughs) People were so mad. They're smashing like heirloom shotguns and shit. You know, these things were like, like the shit you'd expect that'd be super expensive. Yeah, right. Super old too. Some of it, it was like tons of different variety of things. We brought it all back, gave it back to them. And we were just like, holy fuck. I mean, I... I didn't steal a pistol then, but I stole a pistol later. But then, like, when my we had people getting in trouble for taking and having unassigned weapons and shit, so we, they were like, hey, CID's coming through. Get rid of all your shit. So everybody, I had to and break, hide it I had to break up a pistol with, like, the firing pin and throw it in the Tigris River, and then we fucking, yeah, that's what we did. So it's statute of limitations, CID. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm getting out in two years fuck anyway. Up. <laughs> that's true. That's what I, that's I mean, what you I, could you could go early and they could post it to the twenty. Yeah, I just I, I couldn't remember. I, I knew it was, um, I knew it was Baghdad I, somewhere that it was. That's where. They if lost for some shit. reason I somehow got in trouble and I couldn't get my retirement, I don't give a fuck. Um, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, and I'm still gonna go off and do comedy right. and, unless I'm in jail. Right. But I'm not breaking any laws. And I mean, you used to do comedy. And in jail. they, the army, does well, not want phones me are easy to get in there. So. No. Right. In my opinion. Um, I don't think the army would want me to fucking say a lot of things that I'd probably go off if I was in the bad mood leaving right. the army yeah. and they, just they, talking they don't want shit you on it. Status. I it's not whistleblowing, but it's just me randomly talking shit about everything I know that's fucked up. I do right. retention, so I already know why we're fucking low on retention. Right. And if I was to fucking go out there and just talk shit about the army, it would do nothing but decrease the just retention make and make it worse for everybody. So it is what it is. I'm not trying to be bad and mean about it all. I'm just trying to retire and fucking get my time and right. be done with it all. I just want to um, get my paycheck. I did my time. Go. The war is over. You know, unless they're going to fucking start another. I'm not going into it unless they somehow manage to get me back into that bullshit. But I, I'm pretty sure I have, I have to get surgery soon because my foot, I might get medically retired from that. Who knows? We'll fucking see. Fuck but, it. I mean, really, I'm, I mean, really, disability is going to pay more than fucking retirement. Yeah. So Yeah. Like, fingers crossed for 100%, right? It's, it's got to be 100%. I'm <laughs> fucked up. I, I failed ranger school because of medical shit. Um, I was infantry for 10 years and just constant abuse to my body. I did all these different things that are reported. <coughs> fucking just injuries that I've had throughout the 18 years now. So, when they looked at my x-ray or my MRI, they were like, oh, no, you're, you're fucked. Right. Well, and it's such a hassle for vets now. They, they they put soldiers and sailors and airmen and, and marines through such torture with yep. their bodies, and say, "Well, you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to." And then when you get out, they're like, "No, we don't have to do shit for you." Yeah, it's such a hassle to get the VA it is to do anything. The purest form of seeing how badly socialism works. Yeah, is watch yeah. watch the fucking VA. You want to see how bad socialism right. works? Watch the VA. Right. You want to see how bad it works? Watch the fucking post office. Right. Like, socialism sucks. 
That I mean, shit the sucks. The VA's been giving vets a second chance to die for the country for like there, 70 years now. I will give it. I know some veterans that talk about specific doctors and saying they're helping them, but those are very limited specific right. cases. It's In a general point. majority of everything, I would say they fucking suck. Everybody involved who's in charge of that shit needs to be fired a long time ago, and they need young blood in there to actually give a fuck about veterans yeah. that are hurt because those motherfuckers, whether World War II, that was just like, I think Korea was the oldest war right now where we have living survivors from. And there aren't many of those. And that was the forgotten war because no one covered that motherfucker, so no one knew what really went on. They yeah. had just as bad as a time as all those fucking World War II survivors. World War II being insane like it was also... I'm sorry, I said Korea. I meant World War Two. Yep. World War Two, then Korea, but like both those wars were insane. All wars are insane in, in retrospect. But like the fact that all of those people having to deal with the bullshit that they have to deal with nowadays, it, whether it doesn't matter if it was like Vietnam veterans not getting the treatment they deserved when they got back or whatever, but like they went through so much insane shit. Compared and, th- and they talk to me and they're like, oh, I wouldn't imagine what you had to do, deal right. with. And I'm like, I can't imagine what you had to deal with. Like, right. you stormed a fucking beach or you jumped into, like, Nazi territory or yeah. Japanese shooting at you or whatever the fuck it was. Or, like, even the Koreans, like, uh, they had waves and waves of Chinese soldiers running at them or they're, like, stacking their body. Fucking Clint Eastwood was not lying. No. Clint Eastwood no, yeah. was not lying in that motherfucking movie. They did all that shit. Same with Vietnam. They did tons of crazy shit. Oh, yeah. Every... The only thing that between Vietnam and Desert Storm is all those tiny micro wars. No one knew it was going the fuck on because it was CIA driven or special yeah. forces driven. Everything, yeah. every Central American out. company, or company, every Central American I mean, country, still South America. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the U.S. has like had a pretty good program of how they fucking like to just take over your country, yeah. throw in their own dictator. With, through special forces and CIA, and yeah. then that's the new guy. And then when they don't agree with him, which was like Operation Pineapple Face, Noriega, yeah. he didn't want to agree with fucking them being like, yo, you're selling drugs out of here and having them jump off of here, and you work for us. We're going to tell you what to do, and you're not doing it, so we're going to invade your ass. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the... It's kind of the like the epitome of bite the hand that feeds, and then you're going to figure out what that hand can do. Hand them all. It's weird because, like, America is this full force and it's awesome. And in a whole other retrospective, there's such darkness that goes along with it. And these covert ops and this weird shit going on and everyone's... But, like, watching the weirdest part about it all is not the military aspect to it and what's going on with the rest of the world. It's what's going on here with, like, the fucking Federal Reserve just goddamn doing what they're doing. I'm I'm proud of you, man. It's like magic. Um, I'm not gonna get all crazy on conspiracy theories because people don't. I think we should because apparently, because apparently we're fixing to expose all the shit about aliens here in the next like day or two. Um, I also it's, it, it keeps coming tomorrow. out. Tomorrow right? it's tomorrow. And and July 26 that, is when they're supposed to declassify all of the alien shit that is still. They didn't. They didn't declassify all the JFK shit. So but, you think they're gonna do that? that? Well, I want to know what's being covered up in news and media. What's being covered up with this whole fucking Jason Aldean thing? Um. Oh, yeah. Jason Aldean just the racist bigot, apparently. Right, but it's so forefront. What is being covered up with the the abuse and use of Jason Aldean? So you there's wanna, several topics of conspiracy we can talk about. If you want to see a crazy uh, fucking they podcast, just voted for an eight percent pay raise for all uh, of Senate and Congress. Got to be more than that. 
Oh no, I'm I'm pretty well sure there's got to be more. I'm just saying that's if, probably one of the things they're well, trying to fucking. If you want to see a crazy podcast, watch anything with Eric Hecker. Sean Ryan interviewed him um, a little while back. This guy just went in front of Congress and told him what is going on in Antarctica. He was a firefighter that was contracted into Antarctica, uh-huh. and he had to learn about every single place that happened that they were working at. Uh-huh. So he had to learn about every single machine and things they had about there in case it started oh, fires. Oh, shit. What's and he was called? Eric Hecker, E-R-I-C-H-E-C-K-E-R, kind of like Pecker, but Hecker. What's the podcast name? Um, you can look up the Sean, or, yeah, Sean Ryan show. Okay. And it talks about, like fucking crazy shit down there like um some of it is just like he said there's a space fleet you know we already have humans out in space I saw something about they that, have technology know? where they can like yeah. with through quantum mechanics or yeah. quantum physics they can send people like instantaneously to like other places like doesn't matter how far so away it is like, up, boom, yep starting to become true and like be he talked like, about um these people who have like these visions they think about like say you walk off into Lawton and I'm thinking about you and I'm just writing it all down some people have this clairvoyance where they can like see what you're kind of seeing and shit and like he said that's a real fucking thing um I can't remember the shit that they were talking about in Futurama where they can like McDonald's can directly put a commercial in your fucking dreams they can do that he said they had this technology where they can fucking just put thoughts into your fucking brain. So all of a sudden you're like talking to a different voice that sounds like yourself or some or someone else, and then you're having like possible arguments with yourself, being like, "I shouldn't fucking kill this guy." What right. the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but you saw the the shit that they've been taught that's come out recently about the the whole Antarctica thing, right? Where it's like the like there's a legitimate like directed energy weapon there. Yes, yeah, yes. That, he was talking all about that. Yeah. He was talking all about that. Yeah, we touched on that a couple episodes ago, and then yeah. we got sidetracked because yeah. The fucking Google Earth of Antarctica. I saw that. I saw some chick that went over that the other day. I don't think I've seen like an actual an actual one on like a podcast. But she was like, she tried to do like the circumference of Antarctica and just wouldn't do it. No, like so. You know, you can go all the way down to like the street view on Google Earth. Yeah, and there is shit. There's a couple of buildings down there that. From the street view, you can actually go into and kind of look around. But there's, I bet there's some, some buildings that are like a blackout, like a, like an yeah. old club tattoo. Just yep. There's some shit that you can see, like on the shelves of artifacts and stuff that they have dug up. It's like, what the fuck is that? How the fuck did that get here? Yeah, there's. Uh, I love conspiracy theories. Actually, yeah. you know, this could be the third fucking episode in a row. We give her a shout out. My friend Carmen, or our friend Carmen, she is into that, and she's been like, she sent me a bunch of shit. She's like, you know, if you guys would talk about this, like that could be cool as fuck. Like you get a lot of people listening, and she sent me a bunch of stuff. And just life, I haven't been able to actually either watch what she sent me because it's yeah. fucking two and a half hours long. Because that's what she does. Weed through it, but. There's so much shit going on right now. I just wish... There's supposed to be a new plague coming this winter. I hope it's better than the fucking last one. Because there's a bunch of dumb people. And if I'm one of those fucking people that has to go, then I gotta go. Mm. But Jesus Christ, man. Like way too many people survived coronavirus. Uh, <laughs> like way too many people survived coronavirus. Um, 
God, it was. I so mean, I am stupid. one of them, but it was so the stupidest part of it. The state I was dealing with to see my daughter. So my wife, I moved her out here. I was waiting on orders for myself, and I was living in Massachusetts with my father-in-law the second time he had terminal or had cancer, and. Um, every time I had to go to Connecticut to get my fucking parenting time, I had to deal with fucking the state of Connecticut's stupid-ass rules. And if you left there for more than 24 hours and came mm-hmm. back, you had quarantine. to get a COVID test yeah. and quarantine. And quarantine. It was like yeah. one of the two or like my ex would like, a, you know, allow me to get a test. And I was just like, what the, what the fuck does this matter? If I get a test and I, some guy sneezes in my face right after, like, that's not going to prove shit. And which is funny, too, because I said that it takes it at least 72 hours yeah. for it to even show up on a test. That's so if you leave for right. a day... You gotta fucking take it. And then, like, just the fact of, like, one of the tests was, like, an immune response test. So if you had a fucking fever, yeah. that shit could pull up and be like, oh, yeah, no, you failed this shit. Just because it was based off immune response. Yeah. yeah. So I was constantly, I probably had, like, 30 motherfucking tests done while I was there. Just Damn. every time. I'd have to go to Walgreens, get it done, or CVS, and be like, oh, no, I need a test. And, like, my insurance company was like, why the fuck are you getting so many tests? And I'd explain to them. Like, I'm having to go get my daughter, and every time I go get my fucking daughter just for a weekend visitation, I have to fucking do these tests. Yeah. And it was so stupid, and especially after everything that came out afterwards and how bullshit it all was. Yep. Like, they set up a testing station down here at Atwood's. It's supposed to be a quick test. It wasn't open for, like, a week, and then they shut it the fuck down when all that came out. They're like, nope. It was like they had one in the Cameron parking lot. Yeah. That I was, I was working at a Goodyear. That big And uh, our buddy John... He was sick, and he left. He left sick, and this was when they were still doing all the COVID protocols. Like we just got to where we couldn't, we were where we not couldn't, didn't have to wear masks anymore. And John gets sick, and then not two hours later, our manager comes up. It's like, you guys ride together, right? Yeah, every day it's easier. Like he's literally on my way, or I'm on his way to fucking work. Like, well, you got to go get fucking tested too. Like, why? Like I feel fucking fine. Like, there's been nothing. Like, I wanted to be a dick and be like, I can tell you what's wrong with him. We drank a lot yesterday. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, right? Motherfucker's hungover. That's why he don't feel good. Not gonna lie. Never had a hangover, but I'd like to not be here either. So I, and I didn't bitch about it too much. Like, all right, cool, whatever. I don't have to be in this 130 degree fucking heat. Just sit standing here. Two times... I have been tested two times. Once I worked with him, I worked yep. at the same fucking place he did. The dude that I worked, the dude that I was apprenticing with or helping, whatever the fucking case may be, I don't even remember what the fuck it was. He found out that the barbecue that he was at, everybody there except for a couple people tested positive for COVID, hmm. so he had to go get a test because I'd been riding with him for two hours. I had to go test too. Well. It's not going to show up on my test if I just started riding with him. I tested positive, though. So I get sent home. I can do my two weeks fucking just hanging out in my room, which was cool because I didn't have my son all the time at the time. And my house was empty. So my girlfriend at the time, she's like, do you need anything? I was like, yeah, cool. If you want to bring me some food. She'd just leave it on the fucking door. I didn't have to deal with people. And it was the greatest fucking two weeks of my life. I could sit, just play my fucking computer, 
watch anime, jerk off, fucking whatever. It didn't matter. One hell of a staycation. Well, yeah, it was it was awesome because everybody's like, "Oh, COVID, we don't want to come see you." I mean, granted, I came over here a couple of times during that two weeks because we didn't give a fuck. Sure, yeah. didn't care. Yeah, I was gonna say there were a couple of times during that I called you up. Hey, Tess made a lot of food. You hungry? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Go over there, fucking hang out with him. Fucking weird as shit. But that's anytime you go to that motherfucker's house, because he'll open the um, door, just a pair of fucking ranger panties. Hell yeah! You're goddamn right. I appreciate that. <laughs> I will wear those motherfuckers to the gym. I don't. Give I I have a pair I bought that say ranger on them, but I don't wear them because I didn't get it. I let my wife wear those ones, but every other one I love. I have three pairs. I have the ones that have a tulip and a grenade launcher, a two forty grenade launcher. Yeah. They're fucking light blue. Tulips with all the purple, all the colors and shit, and a 240 grenade launcher. I have some that are just an American flag, because, you know, America. And then I have some that are just red, with the mullet eagle. Yeah. Apparently I'm not allowed to wear the red ones in public. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, you know, apparently red has a better print than gray. So, you know, even with a little dick, it's like, mm, should wear those in public. Mm. But I'm going to. Hell yeah. Don't give a fuck. But yeah, so, I'm a good year. They're like, you gotta go get tested. Because you, you ride with him every day. Or he rides with you. Whatever you want to classify it as. Fuck the same goddamn thing. Test positive for it. It's like, well, now it's only... only you know, you only got to be gone for six days. Like, yeah. So it changed. It went from two weeks to six days. Nothing's changed, though. Like, the hype about it is the same. But now I only have to be home and miss work for six yeah. fucking days. I think this the hype out here was a lot less than it was back east or out in California. Well, oh yeah, California. they were just fucking bitches California about it. Count when it comes to fucking bitches. hype about anything. All the liberals oh, were super bitches about it. Yeah. That's all I know. I just think it's funny that I saw lots of reports that were released after the fact that there was a dude that was shot in the face, shot in the face, cause of death. COVID. Yep. Yeah. Car rates. It was um, you know. subsidies, government subsidies. They were trying yeah, to just yeah. get government money from them, being like, we have all these COVID patients. Look yeah. at this. Yeah. This is going to help Joe Biden get elected. <laughs> there's a buddy of mine that works for one of the local EMS, and he was told by his supervisor, whenever they picked anybody up to take them to the hospital, does not matter what they picked them up for, either symptoms of COVID or complications from COVID, mm. and it's like, go pick up a fucking kid that fell and broke their arm. COVID broke his arm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I abusive bitch. I did finally, they said I got it, but like, I don't know, I was also like hungover, you know what I'm saying? But like, I, I was in my office, and I'm like, oh, I gotta take a nap, and this wasn't usual of me, so I, was like, well, I tried to take a nap, and I'm like, this is just not working. Went home fucking sweat out in my goddamn bed for a few hours i woke up with people being like can you answer your goddamn phone please right because they needed me as like people working under me and um i was like oh shit i didn't realize i was asleep sweating my ass off for three hours next day i go in they're like yep you got covid i didn't know if it was true or not but i enjoyed the time off right fuck it and at the time if it was at the height of it you were still getting paid for it yeah i mean just getting your normal wages or if you're on salary you're just don't have to deal with the extra work. See, yeah. in, in December, <laughs> mid-December of 19, um, several of us in our group of friends got sick. Really close, with like within a few days of each other. Mm. Uh, and, and like most of us were down for between 10 and 14 days. 
I spent eight days on my couch. Yeah. I wouldn't even go to the bed because I was sweating so much or I was rolling around too much. I was having a hard time breathing. I was I had Jeez. all of the classic true symptoms of of COVID. Um and so my fever had been so high for so many days in a row that my wife was like, Okay, we really need to take you to the fucking doctor. I'm like, no, no, it's just a really bad case of flu. Just okay, we're gonna give it one more day. Come tomorrow. If I have a broke fever, then then I go to the hospital. And damn sure enough, that next day broke the fever. Still took me another seven days. I was off of work for over two weeks. And I worked out a good year. Yeah. And the three guys that got sick at that time period, we all worked a good year on the same crew, on the same ships. Um, and then I gradually got better, and then there was shutdowns. So then I, I got paid for that time period because I used all of my PTO. And then shutdown came, and I didn't work it. So I was off for three weeks. And then after when January came, they reopened and came back up. I went back to work. Two and a half years. No cold. No flu, no COVID, no nothing for two and a half years. My wife thinks that the the several of us that had it had COVID, but it boosted my immune system so dramatically that I didn't have you know the normal spring cold or the fall flu that most people get. I didn't get sick during the winters. Two and a half years of not getting sick. I mean, it just blew up my immune system for whatever reason hmm. that it was it was a great two and a half years I didn't, I didn't do nothing and then I came down with another one similar to what happened in December um, and was down for only about 10 days that time yeah. but it was it was great for two and a half years I didn't have to worry about shit I was like you know I never fucking had it I didn't care who the came fuck my came with. actually we, we still have sanitizer over there on the sidebar um, it's I, actual sanitizer. We haven't we haven't weighed it down with alcohol because oh, cool. we, we drink that. Yeah, but so, um, yeah, like real, like so if I had to drink it, I would like real men. But uh, yeah, I I did great for two and a half years. Didn't get it, like even my doctor was going. Are you sure you haven't even? Nope, nothing. So I just think it was. I think it was a lot of hype, and I think that. The conspiracies behind it are endless. <laughs> I was hoping for a fucking proper zombie apocalypse whenever COVID happened. God, I he was just looking at everybody walking around, like, you know, aiming the gun through the window when they couldn't see me, but a lot of headshots if I wanted to. Right. <laughs> Especially from, from window to road. Like, right? that's not a far shot. But like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. We Clearly. kept the saloon open. I, I figured COVID would get them. <laughs> when bars closed down here in town, we kept the saloon open. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, we did. Like, that was fun. Um... I was going to my VFW in Connecticut that was, like, secretly letting people go in there and drinking and shit. Well, people would show up here with yeah. a mask on, looking for sanitizer, and they've got gloves on their hands, and we're like, we don't give a fuck about all I, that. And they'd walk in, slicking gloves off like they just did a freaking prostate. I, uh, I got super emasculated in Massachusetts. Um, this fucking cop's, like, walking up to my car, female cop, in Massachusetts, you know, full Boston accent, like, and I'm just like, it's like, you have Just to do it. the accent in the have, story. I have a fucking uh, paper because of what I do. They mark me as one of those, uh, what was it, like, not urgent people, but, like, necessary, essential employee. You know, they gave me an essential employee memo, and I'm just, like, trying to reach for it and my mask. 
And this fucking Massachusetts Boston cop or whatever walks up and she's like, just fucking calm down there, little guy. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I was just getting you my thing. I didn't know if you want me to have my mask on or whatever. But she fucking totally just emasculated me like right then and there. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Did I look like that much of a pussy? I was like reaching really fast or whatever. I wasn't, I don't care about my mask. I'll cough on you. Or now I gotta do something super manly because you made me feel like shit. So I'm sure she was a lesbian. Yeah, there were, there were times during that time period, and I'll, I'll say it, and we even said it then. We were putting it on Facebook. All the bars are closed, the saloon is open. Come yeah. on by, you know the rules. Yeah. There, there were times where we had 20 or 30 plus people Fuck yeah. hanging out here. Yeah. We'd, we'd have the fire pit going out front. Um, I mean, and we're hanging out, and we kind of made it just the job. This is what we're doing. For several days a week during COVID, we just kept the saloon open. Yeah, I mean, why not? Fuck I it. was living on Nothing a mountain, else to do but drink. like in the Berkshire Mountains, and my I had neighbors, but like you kind of see them through all the trees and shit. And that was it. Like I would my where I worked was in Hartford, an hour away, and they were like, "Don't come to work. The the building's closed." But where I lived had no connection, and my my bosses all expected me to still do my job. So I'd have to sneak into this fucking army reserve base at night and then like <laughs> upload all of my shit onto their shared file that they wanted to right, see all my yeah. work on. Because if I did it from my house, they'd be like, this is all corrupted files. I can't see what the fuck you're doing. Right. And I was like, fuck. So I'd have to go at night when no one else is there, sneak on, fucking go in my office, upload all this shit, drive back another hour fucking at night. Damn. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. That was when I was doing warrant officer packets for people. Right. Yeah. So By the way, I was going to say warrant officers. That reminded me, my my dad is the, the the big one up top. Fuck yeah. Yeah, the is he, one uh, still alive at all? No, he's passed. No, yeah, he just that's our that's passed. actually our memorial corner. Okay. Yeah, the bottom left, he was actually a ranger. Fuck yeah. And then the one on the bottom right, he was a marine. I got lots of stories about that one. That was he was he ranger qualified or ranger regiment? No, he was in a regiment. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I, it's it's fun when you see the people with the scroll and right. no no tab, and then they meet up with a guy with a tab and no scroll. Yeah, and then they're like, "Oh, not a." Re-. They both do it at the same time. Oh, not a real ranger. Yeah. So it's always fun to watch that. <laughs> we shit. have, I think, we actually have one of his actual. I think we have one of his combat patches. It's not in there. No, it's we, not have in there. we have one somewhere. Yeah. Uh, when we went to his funeral, it was it was probably one of the coolest things at a funeral, is that it was people that hadn't seen him because I'd known him for a few years. We all kind of met him at the same time. Me and him, that's the one that is the memorial tattoo. And we, everybody's like, man, you guys are just the same fucking person. Just, you're way bigger than him, but you're the same fucking person. Seeing the people that, especially some of the guys from his battalion that came to his funeral. Yeah. You know, and listening to their stories, like, I've heard this story. Granted, I've heard it from Mark's perspective, so it's been dramatized for... You know, for Mark's oh, entertainment. Yeah. Oh, man. And it was awesome, though. Because the stories themselves are the same. But Mark was that guy that he was... He was that guy. He was the guy. Like, doesn't matter what it is. He could have done some cool-ass shit, and he's going to make it sound cooler than it was. Right. Like, it's fine. I um, love him to death for it. That's one of the greatest fucking things. If you can't, if you can't accentuate a story, just don't fucking tell a story. Um, but don't lie. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, I'm the kind of guy who has a hundred best friends. I don't know if you know people like that. Yeah. Um, I do have people that I hold like very close to my heart as like my right. inner circle of best friends. Um, and one of them was a guy I met. His name is James Robertson. 
Uh, we were in Afghanistan together. He was just another squad leader. And um, at one point in time, he came under fire, and I moved down the road with another element to allow him to break from contact and move back up the road. Yeah. That's all I did. That's all it was overall, tactically, talking about it. I moved down a fucking highway with an element of soldiers. I allowed them, by giving them covering fire, to move from their position and then egress into a fucking safe position. Right. When his dad hears it, who's a master sergeant at the time, he fucking embellishes the shit out of it. <laughs> so when I go, when I was, so when I was leaving the active duty army, the guy who got me to go over in the AGR world is this guy. He comes over to my house and he's just like, hey, we're doing annual training here at Hilton Head Island. Do you want to go to it? We'll make you the guest of honor and everything. It's going to be cool. I didn't know his dad, who I was good friends with as well, was best friends with the incoming and the outgoing sergeant major. <laughs> So I get there to Hilton Head Island, and I'm drinking moonshine with these people. We're hanging out on the beach, and I'm like, this is what you do for army training? Well, we said we don't have any whiskey. We, we have partial whiskey, but we still have fireball left. No, we finished that when the girls were here. Did we? Yeah. Those bitches. That little, that little pie? We finished when the girls were here. Those bitches. Yeah, it happens. Some, yeah, some kind of shot. Um, when I when I uh, told that story to his father and he got drunk and told it to everybody, he got dr- so drunk during that time frame when we were there at Hilton Head Island. He was telling everybody I pretty much carried his son off the battlefield. Uh, half a bottle. No, we're not doing shots of fucking Kahlua. Kahlua? Oh, <laughs> no. I mean, we can if you guys want to. but Not at all. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> I don't want to. Sorry, Kahlua. You're only good to mix with something that makes you taste better. Yeah. My dad ruined you for me a long time ago. Without his acknowledgement. <laughs> and then from St. Patrick's Day, there's this. Ooh. No. Ryan's, That's a guaranteed huh? bad. Hey, I always approve Ryan's. No, I... Ryan's not, is far Not Ryan's, though. St. Patrick's Day last year. Yeah. Oh, Ryan's, is, year. Ryan's is far better than Bailey's all day, yeah. every day. But it's two and a half years old. Like, it's, yeah. it's got milk in it. Fucking oh, old. It ain't good. Old. I just haven't thrown it away. I keep Granted, yet again, honest. we can try it if you guys want to. No, I'm not. But I'd rather no, not. No, no. <laughs> I'm all set with that one. Um, there, there's a lot of shit I'm pretty sure I won't see again, but that's, that's an area I'm I not. I kind of want to smell it, though. I kind of want to see how I'll bad s- it smells. Let's see how curled it is. Yeah. Get a smell around. Let's see. You can hear the chunks in it. Yeah, there's a little clink to that. Shake. You can definitely hear the chunks in it. Oh, it's, oh, Do you, you ever eaten at the place called Ryan's? Ryan's. There's a restaurant in the Midwest. Yeah, Ryan's yeah. Steakhouse. Yeah, yeah, Ryan's yeah. Steakhouse. We used to have a Ryan's here in town. Yeah? Yeah. I had it once ever, and I always wanted to go because I'd be like, yes, it smells like my a name. slight hint of alcohol in back milk. Ah! Just break shit. Oh, God. Le- legit. I was joking. How does it look that good, though? It doesn't look any different than it should. No. Have a swig. <laughs> you guys want to give it a taste test? I know. You guys. I will ahead. if you will. If you I'll do, do it, it, I'll I'm do doing it. If you do that, I'll do the clue. And then I'll get the and sweep that up. Oh, God, we're all fucking drinking it now. <laughs> what does it taste like? Can you explain it? Tastes like Ryan's. I've never had it. Except my own jizz. But a little bit chocolatey. 
Yeah. No, it, it tastes it just tastes like, like fucking chocolate milk is what it, it tastes like. It just tastes like Ryan's juice. <laughs> you might as well Choc- just have I would say milk. like a minty chocolate milk almost. Yeah. A yeah. very su- a subtle mint yeah, to it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch that. We're all now immune to everything coming up. There's <laughs> milk in that, honestly? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't I mean? Yeah. Yeah, there's heavy whipping. I'm surprised it. it hasn't curdled yet. Ladies maybe and gentlemen, maybe it's just because it's been in the fridge. If we die and it's oh, liquor. Shit. It's all good. What did you break? My beer bottle. Oh, so nothing important. Nothing important. Are we gonna do shots of it? Like, what are we doing? I guess so. Oh well, God. You have cream. He's uh, this is coffee. He's breaking out the Kahlua and the Ryan's. And trying to break the bar. And he's trying to oh, smash up things. Mike Warren, the bar. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I'm trying to break shit. Oh. There's cream, there's coffee, but we already drank. Do you guys uh do you guys do fun drugs at all? No. No. No, no, no not for anymore. your jobs to say. <laughs> not anymore. What's I'm sorry, what's the most fun drug you've ever done? Shrooms, hundred percent. Right? Day. Those are so good. I got lost in my backyard and thought my house was a spaceship for three hours. Um, way way before the army. I um I did mushrooms and um I took a lot, a lot, a lot, and um, I had friends that were with me, but, like, I was watching a movie that was kind of, like, aliens showing up, so I had, like, an alien epiphany almost deal, and uh, in this moment, my friends were fucking with me, and they're like, oh, you, you didn't know about this? We've been waiting the whole time. About the song in this we've, been, we've been waiting the whole time for you to, like, finally figure this out, so, like, this... In my mind, this alien made me feel like I was going to be the savior of humanity if I if I did this fucking like, <laughs> hey, just just show humanity me and I'll fucking help help them all out and we'll all figure it out. But they were like, um, but every every human's gonna know everything about the past and the future and the present. And I was like, so my wife's gonna know everything I did. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, humanity, you're really not that great. You're not you know? that important. I don't think I need to be a savior. Uh, I, you know, I... Okay, I've been off of those kind of drugs. Since the 70s, I'm guessing? 1700s. That's a when long they time first ago. found a long time. Um, I think Vikings were doing them back then, right? I was going to say, I'm pretty sure <laughs> so, he stopped doing shrooms before shrooms became illegal. Yeah. I, I would That's say... That must have been a good time. Damn, so fucking Timothy Leary, thanks for fucking it all up. Um, I would say that I, it would probably be a toss-up um, between acid and germs, yeah. to yeah. be honest. The one that I've never done that I actually have wanted to try, never done it, uh, even as a late teen during my drug use, like my heavy cocaine. Now, I'm allergic to THC. We're going to start experimenting because there's so much that has come about with cannabis use. So mm-hmm. many different ways of ingesting it. Extracting it, too. It, correct, and extracting. Um, I <coughs> want to do DMT, but anyways, back to the story. So, uh, this will be a first official Tinky Tink of two episodes, so we're going to see what happens. Mm. And it floated. Well, I'm supposed to shoot that really fast? God damn, I feel like a pussy. Yeah. Well, Drink actually, that wasn't brother. too bad. It really wasn't terrible. I mean, it's low alcohol content. It's chocolate so. milky. Yeah, not oh. too bad. And it floats. So, um, I can't smoke joints. I can't mm-hmm. smoke it from a bomb. 
right? Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do some experiments. We've talked about it. Probably come October is when we're gonna yeah, start doing stuff that like stuff. that. Probably. Just different ways. So I never really CBD. Did. I never have no. It's just diet weed. That's all it is. <laughs> but so I never really did a lot of experimentation with weed. I did a lot of experimentation with a whole lot of other much harder drugs. But the biker clubs I was hanging around with, those were their drugs. And the only other one that I never actually did any of, never did meth. Yeah. Never wanted to touch meth. I saw what it did to the guys and my brothers. I never wanted to touch that. But I've done a lot of other really hard, ex- even some experimental drugs. Um, so I would say that, that of all the ones that I've done, the one that I've never tried that is legal in some states is peyote. Yeah, never. I've never done Never it. done that. But... You I've heard those that the toads? experience can be good. Do what? You seen those toads down there? The desert snoring toads? No, we've we, we actually that. had yeah. a guy on that said that don't. don't. That's what he does. He's a reptile guy. Yep. Don't. Because it's, yes, it will get you high, but it'll kill you. It'll kill you. It yeah. can kill you. Can kill you. Like, and like it's a, even just one. Like, Ooh. like it's a, a pretty common thing that people try it. Like, oh. This is that thing that'll get me high. It does get you high as fuck. Then you die. Yeah. Like there's no, there's nothing that they can do about it. Like you're just dead. Hmm. Dude, I'm actually curious to hear what that that bottle dropping sounded like. Yeah. You'll know in but a couple yeah, you of days. Can check out the Dave Stoneman episode. That's the. Uh, I think it's the the creepy crawly episode. Yeah. Or Dave the Snake Guy. Yeah. It's one of those two. I think it was Dave the Snake Man or something like that yeah. because he was like. Oh, God. Yeah. When you said the title. Yeah, it was one of the two. But, yeah, he talked about it. Coke Coke was my drug of choice. Yeah? It was very common. It was very, very prevalent. It was legal. Um, you didn't do heroin. At that time, meth wasn't as big a thing as it is now. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I can't really speak for a lot of outlaw clubs. At that time, I was involved with an outlaw club. Um, a diamond club and motorcycle club and it was against club rules spoken or unspoken or bylaws or however you want to put it to do anything with needles or heroin yep. just couldn't do it. it it wasn't the thing to do so I was never exposed to heroin so I never did that meth wasn't as prevalent if uh, somebody was selling meth and I didn't actually like not sarcastic but didn't actually know anybody that had meth or selling meth so I was not exposed to it but if, if they did it wasn't in large quantity so it was not a something for their consumption something yeah. they're trying to sell get rid of so there's there's a few that I never did but I did a lot of hard drugs a lot of yeah. pills I've tried almost lot of drinking. everything you could think of I've never done PCP um, I've never done heroin unless you can count like all the synthetic versions of it Right. Um, Which are most of them are yeah. medical grade shit right. that you can get as a prescription. I've never done fentanyl. I've never done like crocodile. I've never done. I don't know if you've seen that shit. Have you seen that shit? Crocodile? Mm-mm. No. Oh my God. Google that shit and look at the photos of people's skin. So it's a drug that I was created really, in Russia. Yep. And oh, these people yes. would take like household items, make yep. them together. They were more addictive yep. than heroin. And when they inject it into their body, somehow it pushes it out. But when it, your skin pushes it out, or your body pushes it out, yeah. it turns your skin into this leathery crocodile-looking like shit, and like your skin falls apart. There was actually morphine. Is that there was an actual like, ABC like what news it's, report? I don't know. Is that what it's called? Name? I think so. 
It's called as K R O C I D I L E. It looks like crocodile with a K. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of fucking retarded. There was an ABC shit, I guess. I remember when that shit was coming about. Yeah. I was uh, really hoping that was all those weird, crazy better. designer drugs I've never done. <laughs> I mean, I did. Yeah, I, de- I, desomorphine is what it's actually yeah. called. I've tried a bunch of different things, and um, I mean, I had the mindset of Hunter S. Thompson, like just whatever, fucking go and try shit out. If yeah. you go over the edge and and try to experience it and go enjoy it, and then live life, and hopefully you don't fucking die from it if you're doing stupid shit. Right? Yeah. Um, I joined the army after I did a lot of partying. I wanted. I remember going through the military entry processing yeah, station. Yeah, you joined the army after they stopped doing the hair politics. Yeah, yeah. Well, the navy was doing those, the and navy then people were showing politics. up. People were showing up completely shaven, and you have to have a certain uh, amount of length in your hair well, for them to actually I, test that's it. The same kind of test I have yeah. To so um, they stopped doing those, and they switched over to just piss tests. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good luck for those people and all this shit. I mean, so not to interrupt you, but here is here is the the effects that the dio fucking morphine or whatever it is is. So this is what can happen after just one time: is meiosis, flushing, constipation, urinary retention, nausea, vomiting, sedation, and respiratory depression. And then if you use it. I guess apparently, from what it looks like, a few times there is what is it? Sounds like blood every... vessel damage, muscle and bone deterioration, uh, multi-system multi-system organ dysfunction, and thyroid problems. <laughs> Sounds like every anti-anxiety medication I've heard of. Yeah. No. That, or that antidepressant. That list is much oh, and shorter. heavy metal poisoning is a is a big one. Okay, that's probably where the skin part comes in. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, it was uh, yeah. No, it's fucking just one of those crazy things that you can't imagine people actually want to do. I'll finish oh. that off. I'm sorry. I just re- when you picked it up, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. DMT, is, DMT is the one that I want to try though. I mean, we can still use these. I'm just gonna get them out of the way. Yeah. Um, Apparently, it's a super fast fucking. It's like 10, 15 yeah, minutes. Say, I've done it. I've done it like five times in my past. Um, and it, it apparently is. It doesn't hurt you at all. Didn't. Um, I when I did it, um, I didn't have something that was going to break me through the other side. Right. So the first time I had, the first few times I had it, it was just like vis- very short visuals, and then. Um, Another time I did it, my friend was like, oh, no, close your eyes. And there was, like, a flavor added to it. So, like, I didn't actually die from the fucking gross-ass taste of it all. Right. Um, and I could actually ingest it. But I had to close my eyes. It wasn't like a, I'm breaking through. Um, and everything you'd normally hear from people, there was, like, there was a room just full spinning geometrical patterns. And then another time I'm, like, astral projecting over the earth. Yeah. And every what was weird. The weirdest shit about it was every time I looked up, it was so bright my eyes would vibrate and open. See, those are the kind of drugs. All the things you just described yeah. are the ones that I actually hate. Yeah. I hate that kind of high. You hate DMT kind of high? 
Like, well, what you're describing, you know, the the room spinning, and um, the the, the it's, uh, and the floating over the earth. I I hate yeah, it. I it's hate a, it. Even just as a, a kid, different. Could you imagine John doing highs. that if he just it's got different one of those floating highs because he's terrified um, of heights? Mushrooms were always just like a very low grade, depending on how many you took. Like occasional visuals, great feeling, no hangover, nothing, no similar to it. The only thing you feel is near the end of it when you can't tell like when you're done with it all. And you're right. just like, ah, oh, I don't know if I'm really tripping or not or anymore. That was, um, that was me the first time I did it. I did it and didn't know that I was doing it. Yeah. Because you know, my friends oh, are assholes. Shit. That sucks. I'm sorry. They were in brownies. That should never be done. And so I had like five yeah, of these fucking ever. brownies. Didn't know what they were. Tell someone it's like who ate some of the brownies? It's like, well, fucking, I did. I'm a fat guy. I like fucking brownies. <laughs> and then they told me, and it's like, that's mm-hmm. what that is. mushroom taste is. <laughs> fucking wonderful. This is awesome. Um, Let's see how this goes. That sucks. Care Bears dancing on the front um, of the cars. I'm driving up the road. That's the kind of thing that I don't. Acid. At all. Um, it's 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 so many different times. It could be different things. Like one time you could just everything's a vibrant color. That's all it is. Right. Yeah. Nothing spinning around or yeah. like nothing. Your arms not moving. Things in the wall. Yeah. You're not. You're breathing. not. Your skin's not crawling. But other times it is. Yeah. Um, but the thing with so I think uh, mental health people should take that shit, especially that. But I'm saying it's not for everybody. There's tons of times where that shit could completely go the opposite direction and right. just be your worst fucking nightmare. Right, yeah. bad trip. Like you're, oh my god, spiders are all over me, and I'm gonna peel my skin off, or oh, I'm gonna, yeah. I got on Superman, I'm gonna jump out of the fucking second story window. Right. Um, I, if Which I was to talk to a person who was going through mental issues, and I was like recommending them for them, I would say, hey, you should probably do mushrooms, like very low, yeah, and then kind of start getting up there a little bit. And then just seeing what you feel like you're comfortable with. All right. Have you seen and, the mud water? Like the it's it's called mud water. So there's two. It's the same company apparently. To to my knowledge, from what I've seen of it, it's the same the company. The mushroom. Yes. Coffee is it? Yes. Yeah. So it's it's two different kinds of mushrooms because apparently portobello mushrooms have really good, like fucking mental cognitive benefits to it as yeah. well. But they also have one for some of the places that it is legal that it is them's mushrooms and they're you know it's a microdose you know you, every cup yep. is just a very small dose and apparently they are doing fucking wonders yeah. for people and i have wanted to i, I think i told him about this like three yeah. years ago that we i wanted to start before, doing yeah. that i wanted to start microdosing mushrooms to fix you know yeah. some of my from whenever i was a teenager and then some other shit where i've got because i've got like like eight or nine tbis throughout my life from I got hit in the face with a suburban doing seventy five when I was fifteen. Holy fuck! Yeah, so like I've been fucked up for a long time. Like I forget shit. Like yeah. I, you said something about a blackout period earlier. I not necessarily a blackout period because I didn't have that much to drink, but my brain shut off, and I came home and there was just blood on my walls. And my roommate was like, "Hey man, you good?" Was it period blood? And I was like, <laughs> "Why?" And he was like, "Well, there's blood just from the." front door to the to your room yeah like i'm good like i'm not bleeding <laughs> like it wasn't mine it's like that might if if i can do that to to help some of those issues like, non non-relating story my wife used to take care of special needs people in private settings and she said that was what you'd usually find was them drawing on the walls with either their shit or their period blood <laughs> yeah so well it wasn't period blood yeah i don't think unless you can bleed from your dick I think that I mean, still, counts. Can, yeah, still counts. Yeah, still counts. That's the menstrual cycle. That's different. Manstrual cycle. cycle. I like that. That's fucking good shit. 
there, there's got to be a joke there for you somewhere. <laughs> maybe, maybe it just <laughs> it all comes say, to me. Feel free to use it all joke. comes to me so freely and differently. Um, I usually uh, I stay like up late. Right? A notebook. Yeah, I do. I do. I do all the time. It's either my my phone, just notes, or me writing. Uh, I write all my jokes out in a notebook. Yep. And then occasionally I'll rewrite them or I'll go back through them and just see what I don't like. There's tons of premises. And then eventually I'll just go back on them and think about them. If I like, I go a day without writing a joke, I usually try to look back at them and be like, what can I get out of this today? And then some of it comes to me very fast. Some of it comes to me after a period of time. I had one, I had one joke about saying the word wigger. And, <laughs> I, love that and word. I, I wanted, love that I word. wanted to say it. I, I honestly just, I don't care. I mean, everyone's like, you guys say the N-word, people I talk to. And I'm like, I don't need to, man. Like, it's it's so offensive. that They think, like, because of how I talk, I can say whatever I want or want to say whatever I want. And I really right. don't. I'm not trying to be that kind of offensive. Um, There's a but I will say the word yeah. wigger because I honestly feel like white people should be a little granted that access. Right. It's a little bit of a bypass. Um, I, I understand what it's like portraying and everything like that, but back oh. in the day when I was a kid, my mother got super upset with me for saying it. Wigger is a biased term, not a racial term. Right? But my joke was like, um, I, I was trying to figure it out for so long, I just couldn't figure it out. And I came out with this joke, and the only time I've got last from it was at, at the Red Dirt from Black Guys. Most people don't <laughs> like it. Most people don't like it. And it was just like, you That's know... Um, I've never made a person more offended in my life than my mother by saying the word wigger in front of her. And I don't know why, because you can't be racist towards white people. It's true, black people told me so. And <laughs> it, it fucking does not do well. That hey, joke got, does not do well. Us, so I know, yeah. but that joke in a normal place, I've done that joke probably more than you could fucking guess. And that just just is not. It's like less and less jokes every single time. But that's when you use that joke as a lead into a better one. Yeah, I mean, I I'll, I'm still laughing myself, so I'm just keep going with it. But <laughs> I, I posted, I, I sent funny. our little group a deal that was like a spoof fucking yeah. spoof History Channel fucking deal where it was midgets. Yeah, I hate midgets. I fucking hate them. Don't they you have a Pornhub following or uh, what was that girl? So you have a midget girl that you're all about? I you? wish. No. I fucking hate midgets. They piss me off. I don't know what it is. It's not like a fear of them. Like, I'm not afraid they're going to touch me and I'm going to turn fucking yeah. three and a half foot tall. Having to be around things. them? I just, I, I don't fucking like them. They yeah. piss me off. The whole thing pisses me off. <laughs> but I was watching the thing, like, he's okay. He's he's just tall enough to not... Show him that little fucking clip right quick. Yeah. <laughs> what he's going to tell you is like... Like, it's like the midget KKK, and they're racist towards tall people, or what they call biggers, with a B. Yeah. Hate for tall people. <laughs> oh my god. I found it Small power! Hilarious. Did you notice it was a half salute? Yeah, I, I saw it. Fucking hilarious. That's fucking good shit right there. Yeah. But I, I don't... supremacist. I, I don't, but I don't like, I don't like fucking midgets. I, I like I mean, I might like fucking one. I, I don't know. I haven't discovered that kink yet. But. I hardly deal with them. You know, they're not in the army, so I, true. I very seldom deal with them. I've only dealt with a few. I've only dealt with a few in person. I did have to deal with one when I was a bartender at a bar called Boogerheads. It's closed now. Yeah. I dropped him. Yeah. 
from eye level with me. Oh, my God. I was stocking beer. I was the opening bartender that day. I was stocking beer. Didn't know they've heard this story, so this is just yeah. all for you. So it was me. All for you. It was me so and special. Charlie Green. Charlie Green was a World War II sniper. He was like 93 years old at this time. Coolest fucking dude you'll ever meet in your life. It's me. He's got his red wine that he drinks. That's all he ever drinks anymore is just red wine. And we only stocked it for Charlie. I'm sitting there, stocking beers and shit. I hear the door, the little fucking, as he calls it, the bing bong for the door telling us that somebody walked in. It was windy, so I just assumed that, you know, the wind caught it. I come out, looking around, don't see anybody. I said, Charlie, need anything? No, okay. Okay. I go back, stocking beer. And then all of a sudden here, can I get a fucking drink? Like, Charlie, you fucking need something? Charlie's an asshole. He's like, no, I don't need nothing. All right, then. Go back to stocking beer, and all of a sudden, said, what the fuck do I got to do to get a beer? Like, Charlie, you old son of a bitch, you said you didn't need nothing, and you don't fucking drink beer. He goes, wasn't me. Like, it's just us. He goes, "Mm -mm." (laughs) mm-mm. Like, what do you mean, "Mm mm-mm? He's like, and he just kind of points down. I just, I literally look over the bar like, oh, shit. (laughs) What can I do for you, man? And he's like, I just want a fucking beer. And he just goes off and he's being an asshole. And he's like, man, I didn't know you were here. My bad. You know, sorry. Fucking go on to go on about us getting his fucking feelings hurt and shit. He's like, didn't know you were here, man. What would you like to drink? He's fucking, and he's like, man, fuck you, blah, 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 blah. So I just reached up. He was wearing fucking overalls, which was convenient for me. I just grabbed my overalls like fucking like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the fucking uh, kindergarten cop. Hell yeah. Just picked him up. I just picked him up. I was like, lose your fucking attitude or you can leave. And then right about the time, he goes, oh, fuck you. And I just dropped him. <laughs> Go on. You know, hobble your fucking bitch ass out of here with your <laughs> six foot for six inch fucking cane. Fuck out of here. Best part about this story is not that. Our nighttime bartender, her name's Carmen. Different Carmen than I talked about earlier. Tall redhead. Fucking gorgeous as shit. She was fucking my crush for a long time. That I Never give me the time of day and I accepted that. She also hates midgets. Does not like them. She likes them less than I do. This dude fucking comes in. I had just gotten off work. She was my relief. I told her the story, and she's like, God, I hope he doesn't fucking come in here. She spoke this shit into existence. Not 20 minutes later, I see the fucking door open, and I don't see a fucking person. About 10 seconds later, I see him fucking with his cane, just fucking walking. And I just looked at Carmen, and I was like, hey. Hey! Hey! It's like, what? He's here. No, he's not. Yes, he is. And she sees him. She's she's a sweetheart. She starts off normal. She's planted off like she does not want to pump this little chihuahua-looking motherfucker across the goddamn road. What can I do for you? He starts bitching about his interaction earlier with me. And then he starts being a dick to her. She picks him up like a baby under the armpits. Walks him outside. Let's him go. It's like, don't come back to this fucking bar. Comes inside. That's their whole fucking interaction. Like, I would marry her today. Just off of that. Fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> that was so glorious. I can't describe it with anything other than those words. This is this is a friend of mine that, that I heard him years ago. Almost a decade ago. He's, you know, yeah, yeah, actually... 
Midgets are great. They are worth something. They're like pets, but better because you can lock them in a closet. <laughs> Just reminds me. You ever seen that one TLC show with that girl? She like had a pituitary issue, so she's like a thirty-year-old with like. She looks like she's like fucking seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it sounds weird, but I don't think I ever yeah. watched it. It's weird because they have her dating all these like <laughs> pedophiles and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all it reminds me of is her just fucking trying to get on with her life and date these like 30 year old men who are fucking like, I'm dating like a seven year old. They have kid fantasies. Yeah. I feel like yeah. she'd be perfect for like the like the Colorado Ped Patrol and stuff. Right? Like, let's just get her, hire her. Like, where do you go with that? Is it he's a fucking creep or she's progressive? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's that old joke. You heard about the gay midget, right? Finally came out of the cupboard. <laughs> Came out of the but they cover. made a movie about that, didn't they? Was Indian in the cover? <laughs> Indian in the cover. Oh, 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 oh man. I mean, this little Indian guy that runs around in nothing but a loincloth, yeah. and he just wants to be friends with a little kid. It's a little creepy now. If you're going to cancel fucking Ace Ventura, we're canceling that fucking movie, too. Did they cancel Fuck it? They canceled Ace Ventura? Yeah, they tried to. Oh, wow. For what? It's so funny that they try to cancel shit from back in the day. Shit. And it's yeah, just like, who the fuck cares years. anymore? We are, you're canceling Ace Ventura because okay. it came out that the back then. It's so homophobic. It's fucking hilarious. Um, I have tons of friends that are gay, tons of friends that are Us trans. Too. I don't give a fuck where you want to put your fucking giggly bits. As long as you're um, not pick my living room, I don't give a shit. As long as you're not trying to fuck me and all my shit, unless you're a hot-ass bitch like, and wanting to get fucked by my wife, too, at the same time. Um, because there's yeah, boundaries. Dick, just right? don't let me see it. I guess. Yeah, right. It's kind of what I got from that story. Uh, but but, yeah. but uh, like, uh, it's just I don't give a fuck at all about any of that shit. And these people are just trying to go crazy over like this shit was bad. Porkies, we need to fucking look at porkies. Oh my god, they're looking at fucking vaginas while in the shower. And they're underage girls. It's a fucking movie. Yeah, get and the fuck over it. They're portrayed as the same age, right? Fucking guys. And, like, those dudes are, like, in their probably 20s and 30s. That's, like, so old, right? My parents showed me that shit when I was, like, seven or some shit. Yeah. Like, get the fuck over your petty bullshit. No one cares. No one gives a fuck about your gender. No one gives a fuck about any of that except you and y'all, all all your rest of you. I don't care. Deal with it. Yeah, I don't don't give a fuck about my own gender. Like, you can call me Mr. Mrs. or anything. People call my name LaPonte, LaPointe. I give zero fucks about any of that shit. Call me whatever you want. I don't give a shit. Right. As long as you're laughing at my jokes, that's all I care about. And if you're not, and you're transgender, wait till I go to Massachusetts and do my next transgender show, because I'm actually going to be in drag, and I'm going to trash the fuck out of your community while in drag. (laughs) So, there's that. I love it. You want to end this here? Sure. And just roll into a third one because we can do that. Yeah. I just got to piss. That's all. 